I don't think we're out of the woods yet. So I would agree with you. The first quarter is going to be a little bit hairy still. Most people that I think we see jumping in will be the, the ones with the fortitude to buy in a, a uncertain market. Um, but, you know, New York is uh, resilient, number one. We've used that term, you know, constantly. Um, but it comes back with a force. Basically, once somebody starts buying and then their friends start hearing they're buying and then it, it becomes everybody jumps back in. Welcome to the John and Jonathan Sell NYC podcast, where experienced expert New York City real estate brokers, John Gustaska and Jonathan Conlin, break down what's happening in the market, what you need to know, whether you're a buyer, seller, or agent, and their insight into the future with a little bit of fun along the way. In today's episode, John and Jonathan are discussing Corcoran's Q4 market report and what it means for this first quarter of 2021. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the John and Jonathan Sell NYC podcast. Mr. Conlon, good good afternoon. How are it you? Good to see you. Happy New Year, bud. Happy New Year again. We're Number saying happy two New of the Year. That's good. We say Happy New Year till about February. Yeah. I'm already, I got to say, I'm already used to writing 2021, where normally it takes a long time for me to mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, it's the next year. I think it's because everybody's been so ready to be done with 2020 that you just want to erase it out. So it's like, oh, every time I write it down, I think it's like a sigh of relief. Like, oh, it's not 2020 anymore. That's so great. I actually felt the same way. Usually I'm still writing 2020 and now I'm, I have no trouble going into 2021. So with that, welcome back to everybody. It's great to see you and thank you for joining us. We thought we would go over the end of last year, so our Q4 numbers, and talk to you about uh, just what happened in the New York City real estate market and what we see going forward in 2021. So not a lot of surprises. Closed sales are up 18% quarter over quarter, so Q3 of 2020 versus Q3 of Q4 of 2020. So that's not a big surprise because Q3 was as we were just coming out of uh, of lockdown and such. Um, but year over year, we're down 30%. So uh, of course, we had a large section of a full, a full quarter, I would say even four months, I would, I would pull out of the year, where yeah. really not much happened at all. So it's not surprising. It's actually a little bit better than I was expecting. I agree. Me too. Um, better. So, uh, and, and then the contract signed, which we've talked about uh, a few times on our, on our podcasts and such. Um, overall, now we see the whole, uh, the whole quarter over quarter up 43%, which is great, and up 8% year over year. And that's important because of the three-month de- delay that we have in our sales uh, process the on average. So um, that's... Great. I mean, we've had week after week, we've had higher numbers on the contract signs versus the 2019. And, and, uh, and it, it's really um, great to see that fourth quarter of last year to fourth quarter of this year, we're up 8% in total. So it, it is an uh, optimistic numbers coming into the new year. Um, and we, we do have high hopes for, for 2021, which we'll talk about in a minute. But Market conditions. So what other statistic did you pull out of this that you found interesting, John? So we, we look at a few things. So days on market, 
our days on market, average days on market are 139 days on market, which is down 12% quarter to quarter. So between the third quarter and the fourth quarter, the days on market dropped, which makes sense because we were busy in the fourth quarter. And then our year to date, year over year, uh, days on market are up 9%. So it's still taking the apartments longer to sell year over year. And then one of the things that we look at too as real estate agents is the supply. Currently we have just under 10,000 units on the market. So 9,964. And the inventory is up 4% quarter to quarter. So more people were putting their apartments on the market and the inventory year over year is up 36%. So more units on the market and we have larger apartments which are starting to trade, which we've been telling people about since the beginning of the fourth quarter. So over the 5 million mark, now the buyers are coming in to scoop up value properties, where the prices are, are going, where the contract prices have gone. We're not going to know probably until the end of the first quarter, I would say. What do you think? Yeah, what I found interesting, one of the most interesting pieces of the inventory numbers that we saw is uh, if you look at the breakdown of the active listings that are out there, the under 500,000 category um, as well as 500,000 to a million. And then if you look at studios and one bedrooms, which are basically encompassed in that, that's basically your studio and one bedroom market. All of those figures inventory wise are up the most significant percentages. So uh, under 500,000 in hmm. particular up 80%. So it, it's sort of, we've talked about this before when we've talked, got into our statistics and what we've seen in, ter in terms of our own business with the studios and one bedrooms have been challenging this, this last quarter, this last, uh, since, since reopening here. And that's because I equate it to who are the people that could have left the city during this time, the young professionals that would be buying those studios and one bedrooms um, are, are the ones that were the easiest to leave the city because there were more than likely in rental apartments. So their lease was up or they could break their lease or whatever. They had a home, they're younger. So they're, you know, family apart, uh, family homes, maybe outside the city, or they could go to California or whatever. We've had uh, people in every category that have either gone, either way have gone elsewhere to ride out the storm, so to speak, because they don't need to be in their office. So that's really what I equate that to. And I think that all sort of, it just sort of solidifies the idea of that and the, the uh, uh, of that being one of the big categories that is actually not in the city right now. Um, and that is the big category, I do believe, that will be coming back in droves um, as we come out of this pandemic. So, and we get more vaccinations, et cetera. But. In the two to $3 million range, the two bedroom range, we've seen not that kind of spike in inventory, which would say that that whole price category fared, in our opinion, better than the 
with cheaper apartments. Yes, but there's still, I mean, not a spike to the tune of 60 or 80%, but still 30%, 22%. So yes, it's still, still up. Still up significantly, yeah. As significantly. So the inventory is increasing more. It's just not increasing as, as steadily as the smaller apartments, which you just described. As much, and there's more deals being done uh, in relation to how much the in, how much inventory there is, so that balance between supply and demand uh, is um, it's more balanced than what it is in the studio and one bedroom under a million dollar market, which is different than what we you know normally that's the market that continues to move, but with the pandemic and the that group of buyers being out of the city, uh, it, it's really affected that, that notion of that's the market that always moves. Um, so I think I learned something from that. So that's why I find it interesting um, because that's usually the bread and butter is the studios, one bedrooms, that's what always moves, but it makes sense. It's a logical, it's a logical, uh, uh, by, it's logical that that's happening. At 16.15 price per square foot, that's down, uh, just to throw the stat in the mix, down 20% quarter over quarter, but only down 8% year over year. So that pricing discount is, um, is shrinking. Nevertheless, the volume of transactions was far less in 2020 than in 2019, but we have some tailwind, I think, moving yeah. into the first quarter of 2021. So. At Where the end we... of the day, the quarter, the fourth quarter of 2020 was strange, as was the rest of the year. And uh, but we're optimistic. Absolutely. And going into the beginning of 2020, we're going in with some momentum, which is great. We put two deals into contract this week that started to transact right at during between Christmas and New Year's, and. So we just want that to keep going on. Well, let's uh, talk about the number one thing that, that kind of came out of the last week. You know, we put a listing on the market um, in December, which we normally, I mean, we never do really. Um, and we ended up with multiple bids on it, which is, you know, it's an oddity. And it didn't go above the asking price. Didn't go above it, the asking price. Very good price. Yeah, very strong price. It was a you know, coveted, you know, apartment, obviously, and it, it had a lot of great things going for it. And we staged it beautifully, etc. But, um, but it was, a, and it was a pleasant surprise, and certainly a good start to the year. Absolutely. And also, an apartment that I sold to a young lady several, several years ago, and she'd like to sell the apartment and buy up, buy a larger apartment. And so we were very fortunate to get that a small apartment into contract. She took our advice and now we're going to find her um, a better apartment, a larger apartment. So that's great. And kudos um, to you for doing that because the studio market is, is obviously very challenging right now. That's what the numbers are telling us. So good job, buddy. Thank you, Jonathan. I really appreciate it. Where do we go from here? And uh, predictions for 2021. What I would say, and what I said as we were coming out of the lockup is that I thought that the last quarter 
would be a strong quarter for us. And it in fact was. But that I think that 2021 is going to be a better year for Manhattan real estate. Yeah. Um, my, I think that the, the vaccine is very promising. And as more people become more vaccinated, uh, become vaccinated, that's going to bode very well for New York City. Um, as soon as the theater starts to come back and the Metropolitan Opera and we can dine inside and a whole myriad of activities starts happening, that's when Manhattan's going to start to glimmer again and then more jobs being back in Manhattan, et cetera. But until then, I probably predict that our first quarter may be, uh, there may be a little drag down on the first quarter, but as the spring comes in and God willing, less infection that's going to help our market. So I feel a great sense of hope. And, um, you know, we've been in business a long time and we're here to stay and Manhattan's here to stay. So that's yeah. my prediction. Uh, so everybody in New York City with the vaccination uh, becoming more available. We've now, I think everybody over 65 or 75 uh, can now, uh, I just had a client the other uh, today actually send me uh, a thing that oh I'm I'm getting signed up for uh, for the her vaccination certainly have an impact on our market and I think the number one thing that will have an impact on our market we do still have a uh, unknown which is the new COVID strain um, that uh, is much more contagious it's like fifty percent more contagious than uh, the original strain. Um, but I heard today that the Pfizer, um, Pfizer vaccine is effective on it. I don't know about the others yet, but so I don't think we're out of the woods yet. So I would agree with you. The first quarter is going to be a little bit hairy still. Most people that I think we see jumping in will be the, the ones with the fortitude to buy in a, a uncertain market. Um, but you know, New York is, uh, resilient, number one, we've used that term, you know, constantly. Um, but it comes back with a force, basically, once somebody starts buying, and then their friends start hearing they're buying, and then it, it becomes everybody jumps back in. I don't think we're going to rebound that we did in 2012, after the financial crisis, when the market really took off. Um, but because we have inventory issues that we, we didn't have at that moment in time, uh, we have overdevelopment issues that we did not have at that time um, of, the bigger, uh, of the bigger apartments, the three bedroom and larger. So, uh, but I'm very optimistic. And, you know, some of our apartments that we took off at the end of last year, we're going to put on earlier, but it's really has to be uh, based off of that individual's needs and wants and whether they need access to the capital, et cetera. So, um, but one thing that we're going to see equal numbers in Q1 that we saw in Q4, unless something happens, like I said, there's a, the number spike, we get shut down, something like that, um, which is always a, a looming threat. So. Yeah, I agree completely with what you're saying. The only thing I'm going to add is that um, as we've always said on this podcast, the, um, the apartment's gonna sell where the market responds. So price more than ever is most important. And if the apartment has not sold in the fourth quarter of 2020, then you need to reevaluate your pricing. And uh, 
that's what we're doing in counseling all of our sellers, the sellers who have not been able to sell their apartments because we have really good listings and really great sellers. And our goal is to, you know, have them be able to sell their apartment. Yeah. So with that, great talking to you as always. Thank you all for watching. And uh, we'll see you right back here next week. Everybody stay safe, stay healthy. And remain in gratitude. Thanks for watching or listening to the John and Jonathan Sell NYC podcast. If you want to find us online or sign up to get our monthly and quarterly market stats, come on over to our website, johnandjonathansellnyc.com, or find us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and everywhere else with the handle at johnandjonathansellnyc. And if you want to grab the show notes, go to johnandjonathansellnyc.com slash podcast. If this show was entertaining, helpful, or informative, consider telling friends or family or leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Those are some of the best ways of supporting our efforts, and we would greatly appreciate it. Thank you again for tuning in. We can't wait to share what's coming up next. So subscribe to the podcast to make sure you don't miss our next episode, and we'll see you next time.